coming to you from the pit in Arroyo Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I'm here with the Doc. John, good to see you. Good to see you. Even though we see each other every day. <laughs> it's good to see you anyway, man. It's You've been gone. You're fresh off a trip. I was on a trip. I was in San Diego doing a... Uh, I did a presentation for a, a seminar called uh, uh, Think Better, Live Better. Put on by Mark and Angel. That's Mark with a C. Uh, one of the best websites out there. It, makes, it will make your life better. MarkandAngel.com How'd you find your way into that? I don't know. We... I think I bought one of their products a long time ago, and I don't know how we got in touch, but we've been in touch, and they live in Florida, and once I was in Florida, they came to visit, we did lunch, um, and we're kind of in, in, in touch, and then they asked me to do a speech at their, at their presentation, there was like, there was like 15 speakers, and if you look at the lineup of speakers, it was like productivity hacks, um, how to think your way into happy, um, the magic questions to ask yourself to be happy, yoga, um, just those kind. And then there was me. What would you talk about? Don't let anyone take your lunch money. So I'm like, <laughs> mine was like, like Debbie Downer. Wow, wow. It was like, everybody was like, yeah, productivity. And they're dancing and there's like a bunch of people there. And, and then I go up and I'm like, don't let anyone take your lunch money. Kick him in the fucking ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like sitting there like. So it, it was actually a big success. But so I got to do that this weekend in San Diego. Beautiful hotel. It's called the Catamaran Resort. And I recommend that place to anyone. It was like in Mission Bay or Mission Beach. And it was right like near Pacific Beach. It, it overlooks the bay. It overlooks the bay. But then you walk for five minutes. You're at the beach. So it's a beautiful hotel, beautiful grounds, and I like the town. It was a cute little town. There's an actual little restaurant called the Truck Stop, and it it was a uh, it was a little uh, breakfast place, and we ate and we we had a good time. I brought the wife. Oh, and there's ducks walking all over the place, and then there's some parrots, and I went to hang out with the parrots, and the lady came out and she was like. These parrots are smart. She was like, what, is a do- what does a dog say in the parrot? What does a sheep say? Bah. And then she said, what do humans say? And the parrot went, blah, 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 blah. It was a pretty cute parrot. So yeah. that's where it went. So are you going back? You do it again? I will do it. I, they asked me to do it again next year. So nice. I will do it again. It was like how to keep your lunch money. I mean, people, okay, check this out. People spend like 10 minutes a day to brush your teeth so they might not get a cavity, right? But they won't even spend like two or three minutes a day practicing some simple self-defense moves so they don't end up in a coffin or in a nursing home in a coma. I mean, the stakes are so much higher and it's so crazy. People want to send their kids to go to swimming lessons so they might not drown because about three kids a year drown in the United States. Five million kids a year get 
seriously bullied. And how many how many parents send their kids to self defense? So it's kind of it's kind of weird. Like take them to swimming, brush their teeth. But self-defense, which is a part of, you know, I mean, fight or flight, those are the two biggest things in the world. You can our, teach them to run, too. Yeah. You can teach them to run. <laughs> that would be the other, the flip side. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I saw it. So it was, I want to see the video. I, the video's coming out in about a week or so. Yeah, that'll be good. I'm looking forward to that. Well, it's good to have you back. Yeah, thanks. Is it yeah. weird that I was texting you that I missed you while you were gone? No, because status quo. Uh, <laughs> Heather thinks that we have an affair right now. In fact... She calls, I call him James. He calls himself Jim. I don't know why. But so when, when Heather calls, says his name, instead of James, because I call him James, she calls him James. That sounds like a hate crime. No, it's like she's, she's bitter and she's jealous of our relationship. I don't blame her because I give more attention and, and, and sexual fantasies about him than I do my own poor wife. And she knows that because I say, sometimes I'll say James during the weird times. She's like a side chick. <laughs> and you're the fluffer. Uh, all right. Anyway, what, what were we going to talk about? We're going to talk about UFC 221. And uh, it was a good card. This I mean, was in Australia. Man, Perth. the fans Perth. in Australia are crazy. I want to go see a fight in Australia after watching that. You know what's better? It's, okay. The fans in Ireland are really crazy. But they misbehave and they do douchey things. Right, this wasn't like that. I no, they 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 have the energy, but they're classy. To watch the fights, like every punch that landed or takedown that got defended by the Australian, the crowd went nuts for every move. It was really cool to see. I Australia. I would totally want to. I want to be an Australian fight fan now. Australia is a. It, they have a great bunch of guys. Look at. I mean, we're not gonna jump around to the fights, but. The eye poke victim was Australian. He didn't even complain. He gets eye gouged like like his eyes are going to yeah, pull out. The picture yeah. there. <laughs> See right there? Yeah, he gets eye gouged. He didn't say a word while it was happening, a word after it happened. And after the fight, during the interview, instead of going, yeah, my eyes, I can barely see. Because he told his corner, they said, are your eyes blurry? And he said, yeah. Okay, so he didn't tell that to the referee. He didn't even say it to the post-fight interview, like, yeah, my eyes are blurry and I still won. I mean, I would have bragged about that. The, the, yeah, the fighters in general were respectful. Not just him, but they no. were. They had good attitudes. And I don't know. I, I thought the other thing about the crowd, they were, they were really into all the fights, which was really cool. But also, they're making these weird noises. They're making like these whoop-whoop noises. Stuff. Yeah, it was funny, like back and forth in the crowd. I don't know. It seemed like a fun atmosphere to go see a fight to me. Aussie, Australians are like, because uh, kind of like Hawaii-ish, because there are Polynesians there and a lot of Caucasians, but they seem to blend better, like the Australians and the... And I don't know that for a 100% fact. I've been there a couple times, and I've met a few Australians. But I know there's like a division in Hawaii, like... And I'm, you know, but in, in Australia, they seem to meld better. But anyway, so let's go into the fights. First fight of the main card was Tyson Pedro against uh, Saperbeck. Saperbeck. He's from Russia, and you couldn't look more Russian than that guy. No, and he was, he was, he was pretty tough. Um, I think it was the second round when he got caught, right? Um, it was a submission. Yeah. In round one. Oh, it was round one. So okay. it was... Uh, a Kimura. Yeah, it was it was a brutal Kimura, and he started off. It was really cool because he, he uh, Tyson was winning, and you could tell 
Tyson's made a lot of changes in his game, and he's really good. I think I think he's a training partner of uh, uh, Tahuna, who is one of my favorite Australian fighters. Um, and Tahuna's not fighting anymore. He retired. I think he, he helps train the guys. Um, and Tyson Pedro, I think they're, I think his heritage or his ethnicity um, originally is, I think he's part Samoan. I'm not 100% sure. But anyway, whatever he is, he can fight, man. And he, he, he was winning with a stand-up because he was hitting harder. But he also had really good takedowns. And, and, and he was being taken down or defending a taken down. And he reached around, get, got a standing Kimura, tweaked it up. It hit the ground. He was on the bottom. He rolled it to the top, brought his foot around the neck, synced it in, and got a, a tap. And it was a beautiful... It, it, I'm sure he got submission of the night. To watch right? the display, I don't know if he did, but to watch how that was done, it was just pretty technical. And it was very cool. Very cool to see that. And then after his post-fight interview, I don't know if you watched that, but he's a pretty funny guy. Yeah. He was talking about going and drinking beers and riding his bike too fast and hopefully getting on the Joe Rogan podcast. That was his his hope and dream after winning this fight. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. I thought he had a great personality. His post-fight interview was the best. I can see that. He'd have to fly to L.A., but yeah. Um, yeah, with that, I'm sure Joe... Uh, I'm sure Joe Rogan... Was Joe Rogan... He wasn't even... He, he wasn't, was, I, No, he wasn't announcing. He wasn't announcing this fight. That's weird. But anyway, because it was a pay-per-view. But I don't think he does pay-per-views at a country anymore. But anyway, um, the, the submission was so beautiful. And it was so beautifully timed. And, and, and he did it so beautifully all the way to the end. Um, and it, he, walked, he, went, he, went, he held that Kimura through a few different positions. So I'm sure he got submission of the night. But uh, he anyway. Should, he should have. He did in our book. That was, that was a good fight. It was entertaining. It was over quick, but it, it was a good fight, and the local guy won that one. Yeah. So the next one was uh, Matthews. This is the one you were just talking about. Matthews and uh, Jing Liang from China. Matthews is one of my favorite fighters now. After this fight, I didn't even really know much about him before, but watching this guy get his eye gouged, his eye gouged. It was getting gouged. And... um. He didn't complain. He just kept the... He let go of the submission because... Matthews had him in a guillotine. Yeah. That looked like it was deep, like it could end the fight. Yeah. So this guy fought fought to get out of it. Who knows if he did it intentionally. It looks like he might have, but... I mean, when you're getting choked in that position there, like you can see, like right here. I mean, that's the guy's neck. And his head is being tweaked. And he's probably in a lot of discomfort and fear, and he's panicking. So he brings his hands around to try to cross face and, and try to get a better position. Um, and his, his fingers ended up in uh, Jake's eyes. So um, the referee said stop, and he stopped. But by then, Jake had already lost his position, because who's going to hold on to a position if it means you might lose an eye? I think before this too, he got warned because he was like grabbing Jake's gloves. Oh yeah. So yeah. he was already doing something. The referee was on him. This was interesting to watch because his fingers are like in his eye socket, and the referee's right there. Yeah. But he doesn't. I don't know if he didn't want to break it up because the guy had a choke. I don't know. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. 
What I think should have happened... He could have pulled his hand off, I guess. I think hindsight would have told me, um, stop, stand them both up, tell that guy to stop, give him a verbal warning, and then start him again in that same position. So for me, it's different than an eye poke. Like an eye poke where you're jabbing or you're defending yourself or your finger goes in somebody's eye, you could pretty reasonably say that's an accident. This, I think he's trying to get out of being choked. So yeah. I think he's eye gouging him. Whether or not he's just, that's the fight or flight mode. You think you're going to die or whatever. You got your fingers in the guy's eye. But if you're going to have a sport and you're going to have rules, I don't know how much more of a foul you need to commit before you get a point taken away. Yeah, I, 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 I'll, I'll go both ways on that one. I could see a point getting taken away, but I could also see a warning um, because he did stop the second he told him to stop. But the thing about um, what I would have done, like I said, I would have stopped it and I would have taken, uh, I would have started him in the same position. So, but anyway, he didn't. It was a spur of the moment. I mean, it was a split second thing. And I mean, I, I'm not going to blame the ref. Uh, if his eye came out, I probably would. If it was my fighter and they let, he, he, he let go of the position, I probably would have complained about that. And made him start back in that position, especially after the camera saw it. And I don't know if Australia is one of those places where you can use um, use the camera uh, and video footage to make uh, calls for the referee. I don't know if he can do that in Australia, but I definitely would have. I would have done it. I would have stopped it, you know, warned that guy, the Chinese guy, Lee, and then I would have started him back in the exact same position. Two of the refs, or two of the judges, sorry, two of the judges scored this uh, 30 to 26, two of them. So I don't know if they took their own point away for that or what they no. did, but that's a, there was definitely a two-point round there. Yeah, that's not, but that's just because he had him hurt or had him in trouble. I, he, the, the judges cannot take a point away unless the referee does. They can't take their own point away. I don't know. I, the other thing about this fight that I find interesting is, you know, he committed a pretty obvious foul that was pretty brutal, and then he got a $50,000 bonus for a fight, not for his performance, but for fight of the night. Both fighters get a bonus, and they called this fight of the night, and they gave the guy who did that foul fifty grand. So I don't know what that does for the sport when you have rules and you break them and you still win a bonus. That seems uh, counterintuitive to me. But, but the referee's in charge, and the referee didn't even take a point away, so they can't say, well, he didn't get the, he didn't get, he shouldn't get fifty grand because he got a point taken away or he got disqualified. Even the referee didn't take a point away, so they can't take it upon themselves to say they have to go with what the referee says. I know, and you don't know his motivation. If he did it on purpose, it's very unsportsmanlike. Yeah. If it was an accident or he's just fighting for his life, you know, stuff happens. And you're right. Matthew's reaction to the whole thing was pretty cool. Yeah. He basically said, ah, stuff happens. I don't hold it against him. He said, he basically said, I was choking him so tight. I mean, his fight or flight kicked in. I'm paraphrasing. His fight or flight kicked in, and that's what he did. He, he probably panicked, and I don't think he meant to do it. How many fighters would say that? This guy is like, Jake Matthews is one of my favorite fighters right now. Just the way he handled himself because of that, and... He's a freaking banger, too. I mean, he went at that fight. So, I mean, I'm glad he won. It would have been a travesty and a crime if 
he did poke the eye and do all that, and he got out of the choke, and then Lee ended up winning. I would have, if I was the corner of then, I would have been like, I would have been at the commission's office with a, a letter right away. I, so. I, I think you should write him a nice apology letter. I think that's a way to solve this. <laughs> that, that, that puts an end to it. Apologize to Jake Matthews. Yeah, right. yeah, Lee. He should apologize. Because plus, he was actually grabbing his gloves to try to get a better uh, positioning on the ground too. And Jake had to tell the ref, "Hey, bro, I hate to complain. I'm not a complainer, but this guy's actually grabbing my glove, which is illegal. You can grab your own glove. You can grab your own shorts to to better your position." Right? You can even grab your own beard if you want to. But you can't do any of the above to your opponent. So just a word out there. Yeah, word to the wise. Interesting. So, and this is a technique and a streak that would probably work pretty well. And see, there, if you want to go to my Sensei UFC, I am going to do a... I am, this is going to be in my Sensei UFC, this eye gouge. Because it shows how, how very, very uh, effective eye gouging is in the street. It's effective in the UFC. It's, and it and you don't be. get a point taken away, and you uh, get out of a choke. I think you're going to see more eye gouges after that. You're, never, you're just not going to... You're not going to let that one go. I, as a doctor, John, hey. I can't let that one go. <laughs> his eye could be injured for the rest of his life. You're not like an optometrist or anything. That's, that's true. Not, there's that no bones true. involved. No, there, there is in the last fight. All right, so... All right, we've talked enough about that one. So the next one, the Australian, I think these are heavyweights, right? Yeah, so... Tuivasa and Asker, or however you say his name. Asker. I think he's French. Cyril, probably. Big big boys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, heavyweight fight. Ty is, I think he's undefeated, 9-0. He's 9-0 now. Um, went right at the guy. His power, his techniques. He doesn't like to go to the ground. He just beat him up standing. The only thing that semi-bothered me about this was, I don't know, he just didn't seem... Um, he was talking about himself in the third person. Oh, I didn't see that. Which, in the after in the interview? Yeah. Uh, I, Wait, so, I mean, I, I forget his nickname. What was his nickname like? Um, but anyway, he's I think he's a Samoan and uh, he's Bam Bam. Bam Bam, yeah, oh, Bam yeah. Bam. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he said something like, "Yeah, Bam Bam did this or something." So, but he he definitely he definitely, he, he definitely ha- did do that, though. Yeah, he has the power. He has the speed. So he's, he has not. He's nine and zero, and get, his record's like nine knockouts in the first round. Yeah, he's, like they're all knockouts in the first round. That's pretty bizarre. Yeah, he's definitely, um, he's definitely gonna climb that ladder real quick. Um, so he's like two or three minutes into the fight. Yeah, the best part of this fight was not in the fight. If you watched it, it was after the fight. He's walking to the locker room or the dressing room, or whatever. Oh, I saw and that. And he drinks an entire beer out of someone's shoe. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's something you do in Australia. It seemed really gross. That's something nobody should do anywhere. <laughs> but he did it. Yeah, it was like a, he held the shoe up. It was like a sneaker, and he drank a beer out of the the sneaker. Please don't ever try that at home. <laughs> I hope my rec- kids never do that. Not recommended. No. Uh, and then they showed it on TV, yeah. like showing him chug a whole beer out of the guy's shoe. Just some fan. Yeah, apparently. some fan. I hope he doesn't. I know, the, crowd, the crowd liked it. But let me tell you, this this guy hits fucking hard, and this other guy, Cyril, can take a punch because he took like twenty two punches before the referee finally stopped. I it. think this was a fight too with the elbows. Yeah, he landed a couple of solid right elbows, yeah. but he didn't even cut the guy. The guy's. That Cyril guy's tough. I don't know what his record. Check out that guy's Cyril's record. I don't know. He's tough. He's tough as nails. Cyril is tough as nails. 
I hope he's back. He's nine and four. Okay, I hope he comes back because he definitely. <laughs> the UFC summary of him is good chin. I think that's an understatement. Yeah, he has a chin. He has a. He's like a jo- George Chevalier uh, chin. You know. Also, they were talking about how in France MMA is illegal, so he can't fight in his home country. That'd be messed up. He's doing a sport that's illegal where he's from. That's interesting. Anyway. I I remember when it was illegal here. We we got busted once and we had to like, the cops came. We had to like, uh, it was like, it was like turning the light on and all the cockroaches spread. They're like, we had a fight, underground fight. We had to all disappear. But anyway, yeah, it used to be illegal here, and it's not. That was that's terrible. And that would be like, what if, what if honestly, and this is a terrible thought, what if being heterosexual was illegal? Anyway, something to think about. Anyway, what other fight do we got? <laughs> Just a little random thought, guys. Uh, so the next fight was a uh, co-main or whatever this was, but it was Mark Hunt. It was love there, obviously, against uh, Curtis Blades. I didn't like it. You didn't like this fight. First of all. Kurt, this this shows how much respect Mark Hunt gets. This younger guy, twenty years younger, taller, you know, more athletic. He refused. I mean, he did everything in his power to not stand up with Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt, all he did every time they went, every time Mark fought his way back up, he would just like rush back in and take him down. Um, so that shows a lot of respect for Mark Hunt. It made for kind of a boring-ish fight, but if I was Curtis Blades' corner, I would tell him the exact same thing. Great strategy, brilliant strategy. He worked really well with it. Great takedowns. Got nothing but mad respect for his skill. But I wanted to see. I want to see someone stand with Mark because that's what Mark does. Well, you know who would have won that fight? Yeah, Mark Hunt would have won. Yeah, that that's fight. why. In fact, I think in round one, didn't he? He had he him hurt. He bad. dropped him. He had him hurt, like, fight over bad. And then somehow Curtis him down, came out of him, it, yeah. took him down. He took him down ten times in the fight, including the slam that was pretty pretty net. To pick up Mark Hunt and slam him, yeah. that was He's pretty 265. insane. So, yeah, I didn't like the fight. I, I, I wish they picked, like, just the matchmaking. I think they should, uh, yeah, Mark, Mark doesn't have the greatest takedown defense. Okay, we know that. So, set uh Match him with someone that's going to stand more. You know what Mark has, though? What? His ability to get up. Yeah. Every time he got taken down, he got to his feet. I mean, almost every time he was able to get almost, up. And then, he, yeah. and then immediately, he, he would get taken, taken down. Yeah. So, but his, the amount of energy that must take to get up with that guy on you, he did it over and over and over. So his ability to get up was there, but he just couldn't stop the takedown. No. And, and I think that says a lot about how good Curtis... Uh, Blades is. Um, let me see his record. Does it show his record? The, the, fought? the fight in my a heavyweight fight on the ground is boring. <laughs> you know. Let's see. Does it show his opponents? Uh, yeah. He won his last three. Oh yeah. Let me see before that. So he won his last three. Oh, and then he lost to. He lost to Nagano. That was his. Oh, he had a no contest and then another win. So the last one he lost was to Nganu. Yeah, and that was one. Oh, okay. Two that was a doctor stoppage. Yeah, so this guy has really good wrestling, and, and I wish he would have stood with Mark. That would have been a much more exciting, interesting fight. And 
he made for a boring fight, but a smart fight, and I, I have not, I don't hold that against him because that's the only way he could have won this fight. But to me, it shows two things. He's a great, he's a great wrestler, great takedowns, uh, and a smart fighter. But it showed to me the most it shows is Mark Hunt at forty some years old. This guy could have been his son, basically, but he's feared. He's still so feared. That nobody wants to stand with him. Nobody wants to stand in front of him and bang. Because they will get knocked out. That's, that speaks volumes about Mark Hunt. Um, nothing nothing against Blades. But this says, to me, this fight was all about the respect and Mark Hunt. And how hard he hits. And, and he proved it in round one. Yeah. So, so I, I, Again, I think heavyweights on a ground fight was kind of... Boring. You're not going to see a great... I don't know. In that fight, we weren't seeing a great submission or anything. Yeah. Um, and then the fight that Whitaker is supposed to be in, the main fight, was uh, Romero, Yoel Romero, and Luke Rockhold. Okay. Which would have been a good fight. Um, and this one started off pretty good. Um, I don't know. I mean, he got caught. That's all. He got caught with an overhand le uh, left. Luke did in the third round. Up until then, I think it was really close. Uh, I think Luke might have won the first round by a little bit. Second round was pretty even. Um, and the third round, boom, he got caught uh, with an overhand left. And he, he just went to Followed speed. it up with another left when he was already out. Yeah. He was out and got another clean shot in. Yeah, so... He was knocked out cold, and uh, I think watching the fight, Luke, obviously his leg kicks were pretty devastating. He kicked Romero so hard that he was he cut his own shin open um, in the first round. He was bleeding the rest of the fight. Yeah, by the check. Yeah, being from checking. Yeah, from that leg check. When you kick someone and they check it, your shins bang together, uh, but the kicker gets hurt more than the than the checker. So. When you see two guys and one guy checking, the guy that's kicking, it hurts more than the guy checking. In fact, if they check it just right, you end up like uh, Chris Weedman did to Silva. Silva, and, and there's some other fights that we can name. But um, the kicker gets hurt more. So leg, kick, leg kicking can be dangerous. I mean, you can get hurt physically. Like, it physically hurts the pain. And you can get hurt, like you can break your bone. So, I don't know. Uh, this went into round three, and I think that happened in round one. Did you see Yoel Romero at the end of the fight? He couldn't stand. Oh, yeah? He had, a, he had to do his interview sitting on the canvas. Oh, because of like He couldn't walk on his leg at all. They had to help him out of the ring. But I think that happened early, because Luke kicked him several times. That looked really bad. All those leg checks in the beginning. Um, but he didn't kind of, it didn't come around. It didn't bother him until after the fight was over, it looked like. Yeah. 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 Good fight. Too bad. Uh, too bad for Luke. Uh, he'll be back. Uh, UL, what's up next for him? It'll probably be Whitaker. I think I, I don't, I see Whitaker beating him, uh, again, but I, I mean, he could beat anybody, but I think, I, I don't know. I, if I had to bet, I would, I would, uh, I don't know. Probably Whitaker. I don't know. Uh, I don't you know. know. Romero's fighting style is pretty interesting because he's like ready to go off but you don't know when he's going to go off so i thought i kind of felt the whole time luke was kind of kind of staying away from him and just kicking him just waiting for him to basically charge yeah which is what ended up happening 
Yeah, but that's how that's how Whitaker fights too. So they kind of have a similar style. Luke's more. Uh, he's more like he doesn't. He's he just you know he's more uh, you know matter of fact the way he fights. You know he's he he's and he's not as explosive. But uh, so your Yoel, I like to see, that'd be a good fight, Yoel and Whitaker again. So that's thing. that's probably that'd be gonna, going. That's probably gonna happen. So that was it for that. What else we got? I don't know. Those were those were good fights. I think there's some fights coming up this weekend. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. The... Okay. Cerrone against Medeiros. That's a quick turnaround for Medeiros after after that last Cowboy Oliveira fight. The other Cowboy. God, and that was a brutal like bang. That was a brutal. That took a lot out of them. I mean, that took a lot out of Yancey because that was a slugfest. So now he's turning around and fighting another guy that fights a lot like him. Uh, I think that guy uh, Cerrone is a lot more. He's a lot more uh, sharp, and he's not as. I mean, he's wild. He's not as wild as as Yancey, but he does throw a lot, and he 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 has a wild attitude, but his techniques are sharper. Yancey has a wild attitude and wild techniques, so that makes for a wild fight. So to me, you know. Uh, Yancey can press it, press it, press it, but since Cerrone has sharper techniques, along with being wild, I could see, uh, I think Yancey has to be really careful for that, because he's not just fighting another wild guy, he's fighting a guy who's a lot sharper on the ground and standing. So it should be an interesting fight. Who else on that card? I think that's uh, in Texas, too. Oh, it says a card right there. And we got Yancey... Oh, we got Thiago, Thiago Alves. Oh, I love Thiago Alves. That's gonna be great. We got the Black Mamba or whatever, Lewis. That should be good. Uh, oh, James Vick is fighting again. Tra uh, Tradido, what's his name? But he's he's really good. I love watching this. Trinaldo. This, Trinaldo. This guy looks like he's like, and I'm not trying to put him down. Trinaldo looks like he's like sixty or fifty or something. He just like has this weathered face, but he has a really fit body but he has a weathered face like he's like a grandfather um but he can fight man and he's he does not fight like he looks at all he's a banger so that'd be a good one from james wick i i i i'm really looking forward to that fight and then uh sage uh, norcut fighting again that's gonna be fun i love watching uh super is it super sage super sage super sage i love watching you fight <laughs> it's so fun to watch he won his last fight. Yeah. Yeah. He's been kind of back and forth, win loss. So. Yeah, because he has a he has a style that's beatable, but I mean, he could definitely beat you because he just he puts it all out there, man. Sage is a it, Sage is super. I mean, I love watching him fight. So that'd be good. That's that's the main card. Then we got Aguilar versus Sosa on the on the undercard too. Who else is on the uh, Who's on the uh, fight pass? <clears throat> Yeah, that's going to be a freaking war, man, watching uh, Cowboy Cerrone fight Yancey Medeiros, man. I can't wait to see that. They're down here. Oh, yeah. Who is it? Uh, they, I don't know them. Uh, I don't even know. I can't really tell. Oh, Berkman's fighting. Wow. That's good. I can't wait to see Berkman fight. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to see Berkman fight. And I'm really interested to Josh Berkman. Berkman's back. All right, yeah. Berkman's a warrior. He's a, he's like a he's just like 
He's like the guy on Kung Fu, you know? He's just like travels the world fighting. That's his like life. He just he go he has a kid, loves his kid, but then he goes just goes off wandering, trains at different gyms, gets all the knowledge, does yoga, and then he goes and fights. He's like he's a he's a very interesting guy. I love to watch him fight. And uh Thiago Al is one of my favorite fighters and favorite people uh that fights. I mean, he's a great guy. When you listen to Al's fight uh, talk, you think you're talking to, I mean, a, an American. You know, he's from Brazil, a Brazilian, but you think you're talking to an American. He was born here. He moved here when he was like a teenager, and he has no accent. He's like, he speaks perfect English. Um, such a together guy. I mean, he like took good, he takes good care of his money. He's got a kid. He's just, he's just a, a really traditional conservative guy that just just does everything right everybody likes him nobody doesn't like him and he's he's built like you know like a like a hercules so that should be an interesting fight uh so it's a good card coming up can't wait to watch it we're gonna watch it uh we'll watch it at the house yeah we'll check it out talk we'll about it next out. week we'll check it we'll talk about it next week if you guys got any questions you can ask them um and we're gonna be here for you guys other than that Thanks for coming. Thanks for being part of our little family here. Start sharing this uh, podcast. This is going to be the biggest podcast in the world soon. All right? I'm serious. We're, sorry, Joe Rogan, but we're going to be the biggest podcast in the world. So tune in and share it. Thanks for coming. All right. See you later. See you.